big week of economic news to digest on this week's edition of the Fastest 4 Minutes in Finance. Thanks for joining us. I'm Scott Inman. Well, the two numbers that have been watched the most closely over the past two years are the inflation rate and the Fed Fund's interest rate. And it's been rare that the latest numbers come out on consecutive days, but this week they did. On Tuesday, we learned that consumer prices rose 0.1% in May, pulling the annual inflation rate down to 4%. And that's the lowest rate since March of 2021. Energy prices made the biggest drop, falling 3.6%. The numbers continue the path of the inflation rate trending down, but there are still some consumer sectors that are elevated. Core CPI, which strips out food and gas prices, was still up 5.3% year over year. Shelter costs are still rising at a fast rate. Rent was up 8.7%. And prices at restaurants are still rising too, up 8.3%, indicating consumer demand is still strong for eating outside the home. There were also some items that clocked in with double-digit increases, like pet food up 13.8%, and household paper products up 12.4%. So overall, the battle of inflation is being won, but there are some prices that are running red hot. The inflation report put an even bigger spotlight on the Federal Reserve meeting this week. The Fed met on Wednesday and announced their decision to skip an opportunity to raise interest rates. Now, that was big news because it broke a streak of 10 consecutive rate hikes going back to March of 2022. Those rate hikes moved the short-term borrowing rate from a range of near zero to between five and five and a quarter percent. The intent was to slow economic demand, thereby slowing inflation but without sending the economy into a recession. Did it work? Well, so far so good, but it's not over yet. The Fed also expressed a willingness to continue raising rates in the future. It could take some time to see the full economic effects of the rate hikes already made. The long-term inflation rate target for the Fed remains at 2%, so we're still a long way from that. Now, the stock market liked the news this week and continues to rally in 2023, The S&P 500 index is up more than 14% year-to-date at the time of this recording. We have technically even entered a new bull market, meaning we're more than 20% higher than the recent low on October 12th of last year. The index is still about 10% away from recovering all of the losses from the high that was set on January 3rd, 2022. Now, this is interesting. According to LPL Research, it has historically taken an average of 19 months to recover the full bear market decline. But if a bear market is not accompanied by a recession, the rebound takes an average of 10 months. And we're currently at eight months. Now, the bottom line is we are entering a time when the economic news is beginning to be mostly good again, following a time when the data was all over the place. But that doesn't mean we are out of the woods and we've managed to skip a predicted recession. It just means, as investors, we always need to remember that the news is never as good or as bad as it seems, and we need to continue to have a long-term perspective. Thanks for listening. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and GenWealth Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.